We've got some hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit One, podcast. Two, so how do businesses and creators like us who did not cheat with hacks and tactics and don't want to be stuck in the content wheel of death? How do we build a modern media team and profit from our content? These creators' economy, pre-filled templates, and content calendars have become the solution for those that are not willing to put in the work and build a real business. Those that get rewarded are the ones that create and control their own process. Content can be a distraction or your biggest lever. Here, you learn to develop the systems to create consistently, build trust with your audience, and get the attention of those that are willing to give you money. Go to contentsprofit.com to get started today and join the community. That is right. Oh, yeah, babe. Dude, I need to clean my screen. I, or we need to change the, the color of the of the letters because I got all confused in there. How? But I'm so excited. I'm Mine so is blue, up. yours is red. I, I don't know. know how you can get confused. I know, I know. I'm just saying. I'm ready. Today we have an incredible guest and we're going to be talking all about how to adjust your attitude for success. Ah, uh, this is so good. You know, know, we were chatting before. We got the chance to share a little bit of time with him before the interview. And I got the chance to hear a little bit of his story. And I'm like, stop right there. We need to share this on the show because it's so, so powerful. So I know this is going to be super helpful for everybody. But yeah. before we get started, Fonzie, do we have a sponsor today? Indeed we do. And thank you for asking, sir. And today's sponsor is your own, The Biz Bros with Content Momentum. Yes, this podcast, it is possible thanks to Content Momentum. And if you are looking to multipurpose your content, your podcast, or Again, video content and turn it into profit. Make sure you send us a DM at Bisbrosco on Facebook and Instagram. That was I, smooth. I, I think I said a lot of that, that content was, moments. Content, <laughs> content, content, content. That was very smooth. <laughs> Guys, go ahead and follow the show on your favorite platform because every Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturday, these audio full of fire and action-packed items are there in your phone. So go ahead and follow so you don't miss any episode and you can gain that momentum in your life and business. That is right. And if today's guest helped you move one step closer to your goal, please don't forget to share this episode. You might be doing the same exact thing for somebody else. And don't forget to leave a five-star review before we start. I just got to add. Do you need, a, you need coffee today? What's did, going I on? I, I actually <laughs> didn't have coffee. But I just got to add, we had to reschedule these previous two times. And I feel like you're I'm up. out of shape here. I, yeah, it's, so up. It, it's like a workout. You got to, you know, stay I in know. the groove. Our guest is right there laughing at you. <laughs> no, no, he's laughing at you. Just saying, okay, and we're back. We're back. We're back. We miss you. And we can't wait to introduce you to today's guest, who we met through the Amazing Pot Max family. That being said, I hope you have been ready because today's guest is going to challenge you to live your best life. I'm so excited. Today's guest has an incredible story. A life faced with some of the hardest challenges someone could ever experience. But regardless of it all, he has decided to come out to come out stronger and inspire others, inspire you as he builds his premium encouragement brand. Choose your attitude. Today's guest worked 15 years in the content. Oh, wow. Now, the concert music tourist industry. I got it. He's the author of Loving Someone Who Is Dying and is the host of the podcast Choose Your Attitude. I hope you are as ready as we are. That is right. Please welcome founder of Choose Your Attitude and super inspiring human, Nicholas. Nicholas. Oh, wow. Let's 
go. Thank you. I feel like there's like a light show and everything. <laughs> walking down like a like a model or something. Uh, yes, we, <laughs> we need to. We, we have actually debated of getting those, uh, you know, special light smart effects. light yeah. bulbs where you can like control them with your phone and like oh. they change colors. Yeah. Definitely. Lasers <laughs> and everything. Absolutely. Fireworks, pyro, confetti. Hey, you <laughs> are the man that knows all about this, you know, with 15 years in the in the industry. Hey. We're gonna we're gonna have to ask you a few questions. I know this. Nick, when we have the, sure. the, the live show actually like in person, like on location kind of deal, we're gonna have to like uh, plan something out together. Uh oh, for sure. Yeah. Nick, we're we're extremely excited to have you on. Clearly you've noticed it on uh, on uh, or multiple mistakes in the intro. We're, we're out of uh, shape, we're out of shape. <laughs> Right now. <laughs> but honestly like it is such a pleasure to have you here we we connected through Thank this you. incredible event called podmax and everybody that interacted with you was like oh my gosh i <laughs> cannot believe like the conversation i just had with nick he has so much to offer and then we connected and you sh share a little bit of it why don't you share a little bit of your story like what who's nick right what have yeah. you been doing and and what you currently are doing now which is which i feel like is so so wonderful and so needed Wow. Well, well, thank you first for, um, you know, everything and, and um, you know, inviting me on the show. Um, uh, I'm super excited to be here. Um, you know, to be honest, I, I'm, I'm like everybody else. You know, my story is, is uh, uh, everybody's got their unique, uh, you know, identity, their, their unique uh, part of them, their, the journey that they've faced. Um, you know, I, I just have, have learned to share my story um, to help others, uh, you know, to, to bring their story out. Um, You know, I, I'm just, I'm a kid that, uh, you know, in the early stages, I, I was a big Garth Brooks fan and um, I loved, uh, you know, the stages that he, you know, the, the shows that he produced and, and what he was doing. Um, I wanted to play an instrument, but I never could figure it out. And so technology was my thing. Um, and so, you know, as a young kid, I just put my mind to it and, um, you know, through, you know, junior high, high school to college. Um, and then right after I, I you know, graduated right into uh, going on the road and, and touring with, you know, some of these great bands. So, you know, to start off, you know, life has been, um, you know, one of my most exciting things is, is music and to be yeah. able to, you know, spend every single day, uh, you know, putting these shows together for some of these, you know, great artists is uh, huge. Um, but with that, you know, we all we all live a life, right? We all have yeah. um, a story. Um And mine kind of, you know, having this journey, life was great, life was going on, but, um, you know, sometimes things kind of get unraveled and, uh, you know, what we learn is, is that sometimes we don't have control in everything that we wish we did. Um, and things kind of started to get out of hand uh, or, or, you know, started to get heavy. Um, in 2012, I lost my mom to cancer. Um, and then in 2017, I lost my wife of 10 years to cystic fibrosis. Um, cystic fibrosis is a disease that affects the lungs. Um, and at three years old, she was diagnosed and told that at 13, uh, it was her kind of life expectancy. Wow. So meeting her, I knew, you know, that, that this was a, a challenge. Um, you know, mind you, there's some story behind it that I, I learned later, um, in the relationship that, uh, she had it, but, um, going through losing her was, was difficult. Um, you know, as, as you can imagine, you know, no matter how hard you plan for something like that, um, when the two most impactful people in your life disappear on you, um, all of a sudden your foundation is a little, uh, uh, flipped upside down. So yeah. 
uh that's 2017 and so trying to go through that um trying to create a new identity and when i say a new identity trying to find out who i am um you know we we realized that those people close to us kind of help uh you know help us kind of like a found uh like a tripod or or like four wheels on a car you know help us uh, we we don't realize that so moving forward and trying to go through the depression and and you know the sadness um if that wasn't enough, in 2019, uh, I wake up and the left side of my face is paralyzed. Um, to me, at first, I thought it was a stroke. So, you know, Dr. Mm-hmm. Google's telling me that, you know, <laughs> I'm having a stroke. Well, come to find out, you know, a- asking a real doctor, not Dr. Google, um, <laughs> yeah. come to find out it's, uh, they call it Bell palsy. And, and luckily, it's a lot of it's come back. And um, but it was a good enough wake up call for me to realize, you know, if, if my mom wasn't enough, if Brianna wasn't enough, who was uh, my late wife, um, if not now, then when, yeah. you know, it, it, it was one of those wake up calls to realize how fragile we really are. Um, you know, I, I sat there not being able to hold my breath because the left side of my face was out. I, I couldn't hold, you know, really drink water or chew food because you know, you don't realize how much you need the side of your cheek to, you know, salvate your food or um, wow. as simply as, you know, having to put a cover over your eye because when you go to sleep, you can't close it. Um, you know, all these things were just kind of like, whoa, um, if that could happen out of no explanation of why or, or exact, I was like, well, my brain could shut down, my heart could shut down, my lungs could stop. So I was like, all right, it's time to write my book. And so wow. I started writing. And in doing so, I literally uber focused person started writing the book, Loving Someone Is Dying, about Brianna and her superhuman ways, uh, taking cystic fibrosis and, you know, being a huge advocate, always putting herself vulnerable in front of people and, um, you know, being a huge voice for it. And as I was writing it, one of Brianna's wisdoms is she created quotes. She loved quotes. She would always take quotes and put them on a fridge. um, And it was her way to inspire herself um, through those difficult times. When my mom passed, she realized sometimes it kind of fades away, you know, the memory. And she didn't want that to fade away. She's like, well, I did all this work. I want something to kind of sit there. And so she created a quote and that quote was choose your attitude, create your life. And what was amazing is as I was typing this book, um, right after she passed, I actually got that transcribed on the inner forearm of my right arm. Um, so you can actually see it if you're looking at the video here. Um, and so as I was typing that, I literally remember looking down and going, wait a minute, here I am. Literally the only thing I'm changing is my mindset, my attitude of how I'm approaching this. And it was just literally, I was approaching it. I was standing within it. And the energy I was feeling was this really sense of happiness, um, and what's what's weird is is I know a lot of people are going well, death and happiness those don't go together. Well, they actually do if you choose, right? Mm. And so as I'm sitting there and I see this quote, I was just like, okay, so this is the power behind the quote that she had left behind, the wisdom behind this quote, and it became this full legacy that I didn't even like the the wisdom behind what she left behind was huge. So. I'm writing this book and I'm sharing the story that we went through of how we went through everything and knowing that loving someone who's dying is a heavy topic. 
um, I was trying to figure out ways to kind of share this with people with with helping people get to that subject because that was one thing after my mom passed and after Brianna passed I noticed people struggling to communicate about that um, and some of these things are very important for our success in life um, you know the fears and such that we go through those fears are what hold us back to get to that success um, and so going through this I realized that what I needed to do being in a band um, or, or traveling, one of their big things is merch. And so um, I realized, well, let's create a shirt. And as I did that, being very uh, into quality and, and putting things together, um, it formed a brand, um, Choose Your Attitude. And so not only did I slap these words on a shirt, and as soon as I did that, all of a sudden I saw this energy that created this funnel to allow people it was like a welcome mat, right? To, yeah. to enter yeah. this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, all this together, 2019 is coming along. Um, you know, I had a full year. I was actually out with the Dave Matthews band. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the life was, was set. We're ready to go. And uh, March 10th, uh, COVID hit. And so um, April 7th, we had this theater planned. We were going to do this launch. Um, and COVID hit in March 10th, um, my entire 2020 year touring season, which was all of my career, all my income completely evaporated. Um, so thankfully I had choose your attitude. So not only was I literally inspiring others and creating this thing, but I was literally living it myself. And that's what this entire year has been. And so Choose Your Attitude has become this brand that, you know, it's it's less about happy, sad. It's more about the idea of the trials and tribulations you go through in life that we don't control, you know, those trials and, and triumphs we go through, but we do control what our mindset is every morning. Um, this isn't easy. This is one of the most difficult things. Even as I sit here and, and say this, I'm not saying this because I'm better than anybody out there. I'm saying this because I'm reminding myself yeah. the exact same thing. Um, and so that's what choose your attitude is. It's that friend, it's that coach, it's that reminder that it's always there. And what's been amazing is as we form this, um, we also created this logo and, um, I'm actually going to grab this, uh, document here. Um, and the logo, as you see, it's actually behind right here. We call it, boop, boop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we call it the butterfly effect. And we actually created that before we created this meaning, which is even more just like it all, it, it's just it very in. crazy. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to share that first before we kind of pause. But um, so this is kind of a little bit of an explanation, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm actually going to grab this other one so I can kind of play with it. Um, but if you put it vertical, it's an hourglass for time, right? We all live a life and our, our time is. Uh, of the essence and our most valuable thing, um, something we don't know how long we're going to be here. Yeah. Um, we all guess we'll be here tomorrow, but um, you know, my mom had the challenge of finding out that her tomorrows were limited, and Brianna lived every day uh, with a tomorrow that really wasn't, you know, guaranteed. So yeah. that's where the time comes from. Now you put it on its side. It's actually made of two hearts. Those two hearts represent community. Uh, can't do this alone, right? We're all involved in this together. Yeah. Um, the one on the left, yeah. <laughs> the one on the left is your uh, past, while the one on the right is your future, lifting up your past. Mm. And then we call it the butterfly effect. Um, you are in control of your forward motion. 
Um, and so that that's a huge power. And one of the most recent things we kind of connected with it is a butterfly has to fly with both wings. And without yeah. both wings, you can't fly in the present, right? And so that's one of the big big challenges or the big things that we, we try to share is that um, our past is a tool as much as our goals are for our future to help us in our present to get to that success. And so um, all that combined, here we are. Choose your attitude, create your yeah. life. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Thank you so, I mean, for, thank you so much for that story, for, uh, you know, for the, the way you... I don't know. I don't know how to put it. You em- know that when you face, the, yeah, face those those challenges, and not only you know decided to choose your own attitude and move on with your life, but you chose your attitude and decided to inspire others along the journey as well, right? Bring others, and you know, recognizing that each one have different pains, different fears, and you know, different stories, their own unique story, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. But everybody could use that that community, right? Everybody yeah. could use that that helping hand, and I think the ability to choose your attitude, just like you said, is extremely powerful. I think it's I see it as a as a skill. I actually have a a story around choose your attitude, um, and I, I I always like it, it, it stayed in my mind, but I've never given it too much thought. But when I was in, I think it was in like fourth grade, something like that. I was I was back in school, back in Venezuela. And I remember one of my best friends, he was going like a, a rough, through a rough time with his family. And he's really close with his cousin. And his cousin told him like, you can always choose your attitude. Uh, happiness is a, it's a choice, right? He told him that. And I remember he was like, we were very close and he was just sharing with me that um, his experiences And he shared that with me. And I just got, it's one of those things that you never forget, right? It like hits you, you register it. And then you're like, wow, you just keep thinking. The the thought comes through every once in a while when you most need it, right? When you're like, oh, why am I getting mad about this? And it's like, you can choose your own happiness. It's like, oh, (laughs) interested, right? Like, why am I seeing it this way? There's so many other points of views I I I can look at it from. And I have the power to decide it right Mm -hmm. so i love when you start sharing this message because it is needed people need to understand that we are not at the mercy of our emotions right that we actually have the power to take a proactive choice and that doesn't that doesn't mean that you're like you know sweeping your emotions under the rug it actually means that you have to recognize those emotions deal with them in a healthy way right and then make the active choice of moving forward with your life or you know take take x y and c action um to yeah to to move forward so thank you so much i think it's a very inspiring message and i mean we're definitely gonna we're gonna keep digging more (laughs) into the mindset that comes to this and obviously how can people apply it in their life and maybe how can they start uh, you know, the practice of choosing, choosing their own attitude, but I want to yeah. let my brother talk a little bit too. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, yeah. I mean, just this morning I was listening also to, to another podcast that, that we frequent and they were talking about decisions, right? The decisions that we make every day. And they were talking about this, this area where, uh, 
life is a mix of of lights and sounds and different things right and it's like it, it's really what we what is the meaning that we assign to those lights and sounds and 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 things happening to us right and you know we've in this i i wrote that on the promotional post for for the show today it was like We've been on this massive roller coaster since we started these bros, right? Seven years ago. And nobody told us how massive this roller coaster was going to be, right? <laughs> and it's like from emotions to different things, like not counting what happened even before Bistros was a thing, right? With our with our private lives and personal lives uh, when we're trying even to come here to the United States. So a lot of things happen, right? And and all these things, we we choose the lens that, that, we, that we look those things through, right? And uh, we're is our decision is nobody else's decision, nobody else's fault. We gotta look inside and be like, what is the what is the decision that I'm making to make the most out of this, right? And just recently, there's yeah. something that we're about to announce, like in the next couple of weeks, uh, you know, around some projects, right, that, that we're working on. That at first, you know, for us personally, it looked like okay. Uh, what is the decision that we're making to make the most out of this situation, right? Whether it's good or bad, and we can assign those things. And uh, and it's incredible, man. I think it was perfect timing to to have you on the show with everything that's <laughs> that's happening around the show and the and the growth and the team and all that stuff. So good. thank you. Now, yeah, part of your journey. I mean. Wow, like just to share that that story, like I, I can't imagine, right? Like, and we talked obviously about publishing and writing and and all this stuff. Like, what motivated you to dive deep? Well, you you explain at the end of of that meaning with the past and your future, right? So a lot of people are very very scared to dive into that past, including us. We're raising our hands, right? Yep, because there's yep. some stuff that we haven't shared, right? And to, to create that future, right? That, those are lessons. Those are things that, you know, with time we've learned to to cope with them and use them and, and leverage it, if you mean. But what motivated you to start sharing that story? Those are very personal things, right? Those are very, like, meaningful, like maybe to you. And, and most people don't even dare to go there. So what was that fire that ignited you to share that story and and why was it was it the business that you had in mind? You're like, I'm gonna use this story to leverage it. Like, what was it? So you know, it's uh, when you meet somebody with a life illness like this. Um, you know, that was one of the first questions I remember telling my mom after meeting her and uh, knowing that this was gonna be somebody that I I was gonna be with, and that you know I could feel that connection. And one of her first things was this worry of like, okay, well, yeah, she sounds beautiful, but but Nick, do you realize you know that she is one day gonna pass from this? And from that day on, it was like, well, right, our investment of somebody of a friendship or a love or something you know we we look at the value of the person and so that was one of the things that we we put together is at the very beginning of a relationship we always had these talks so this was something that for me was normal we call them pillow talks where we talked about death we talked about these things now mind you obviously you know date number one or first time we met we're not you know, jumping into these conversations, mm-hmm, yeah. but through our 10 year relationship, you know, this, this came up a lot as her lung function goes down, as those challenges happen, as you know, I lose my mom. Um, so there's that. And the fact that in a sense I was primed, um, unknowingly almost, um, you know, just, just living a normal life. Um, that I thought anyways, which, it, it, you know, it, it is a normal life. We are, we're all going to die. 
Um, but you know, obviously everybody's got a different journey through that. Um, and so I was comfortable in that. Um, I guess, unlike others that, you know, maybe don't have those experiences, um, that they've gone through. Yeah. But then when I knew of Brianna and she passed, um, the story was something that, you know, I knew it was something I needed to write about her, her journey was, you know, with, with the quote and everything, I knew it was something powerful where I actually had to fight through a little bit of myself because I too was like, well, why is my story any, you know, like it, it's not, nobody's going to want to read about my story, like, mm-hmm. or, or her story. But then as I, I talked to a book coach and, and understood the value of that, Mm. Um, that, that moment was kind of one of those moments that I realized, oh no, people want to hear this. Um, and what I found is, you know, not, not relaying it or comparing it in a sense it is, but you know, if you're in an addiction or you go to AA, you've got that 12 step program. And part of that 12 step program is owning your story. Mm. And that's part of our present is, you know, I've also relayed it to, um, sports, um, you know, when you are in sports and you're an athlete, you live every single day working on your failures, mm-hmm. working on the things that maybe you're not good at. Um, if you only worked on what you're good at, then <laughs> what are you succeeding at, right? So, um, you know, putting that all together, all of a sudden I realized the power that it was helping others, you know, and, and how it was helping me. Um and so that's where I got comfortable to share the story is, is as I learned not only being comfortable in my own skin, yeah. being able to share the story with others, but then also myself of part of, you know, a whole nother lesson to add on top of that is, you know, a, a teacher always told me that, you know, you don't know something until you can teach it, right? Well, not directly to that, but at the same time, it was one of the same ideas that, when you share your story with others, you keep unfolding or you keep, you know, digging mm-hmm. at things and you yourself are processing your own life, right? And so not only are you helping others, but you're also helping yourself. Yeah. And so that's one thing that I have found in this as well is is, you know, just just like right now, you know, I'm as I share these things, I'm not sharing these things on full autopilot. I'm also going through them, you know, every single day. Oh, there's something I missed in the last, you know, three years that I've been trying to figure that is. And so that, that is something that has helped a lot. And, and that is where that all comes around is, is, you know, it, it got to a point where I was comfortable with where I lived. Yeah. Um, got to a point where I wanted to feel value in sharing my story but then also realizing that my story was my story and how it would help others. Um, but at the same time, understanding that my story is not over anybody else's story. Yeah, yeah. It's just a story to be shared to help others realize that their story is just as powerful and inspiring. Absolutely. So that's, that's the full circle. Yeah. I love it. Um, it reminds me of part of the conversation we had with, Josh Forty, he came, I think, episode 188, if I'm not mistaken, um, (laughs) just came out. But he was talking about when we start publishing, we don't do it for other people. 
Uh, we might yep. think we're doing it, you know, for other people. But once you start publishing, you realize you do it for yourself. Because like you said, like your story keeps unfolding. Mm. You start learning things as you start putting your thoughts into words. And honestly, it's a, it's a beautiful process. Like we've experienced it. Um, the difference from obviously episode one to episode now 191. We still make mistakes, of course, but it's not about how perfect you can tell your story, right? For us, it's about how well can we communicate these this lessons, right? Or also, what are the things that we're learning when we're communicating these things? What are the commitments that we're putting out into the world? Because now that you're putting these thoughts out into reality, you have to stand by them, right? So sometimes you might say something and you're like, wow, do I really believe that? You start challenging your own beliefs and it's amazing. After that, then it comes this segment where you're like, okay, I think I can help other people with this as well. And you start yeah. bringing them in. I think it's a, it's an amazing process. So I, I think you just, just put it amazing. It's like, it's like a circle. It's, and <laughs> it, it just, you just keep feeding at the, the end of the day. You yep. just keep learning. Yeah. Yep. Hey guys, sure. uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I admire you, man, like big time Wait, because <laughs> that's not easy, right? Like as you were sharing that story, I'm going in my head, a lot of the conversations that we've had with people or in different masterminds, right? And and obviously it took it took a lot for us to to get get our hair and publish, right? And and start having these conversations that mean a lot in so many levels, right? Like we haven't really seen a downside on publishing, right? And for you, you started with your book and then we know also that you have a that you have a podcast. But um at the end of the day, when we have these conversations, is it are you brave enough to actually go tackle these monsters, right? Because and like do you actually believe in the things that you're doing? Do you actually believe in the service that you're providing? Do you actually believe in the product that, that you're putting out to people if you're selling something, right? And uh, and there's there's two faces, right, that we experience a lot in, in our industry. Mm -hmm. You see the creator side, which, you know, let's say YouTube, for example, and there's creators that, that do it for the love of their thing or like the love of their arts, what they want to put out there, right, in whatever shape or form. And then we have on the other side the business that are trying to tackle this thing, but they struggle so, so, so much. And honestly, I can, after all these conversations, that everything that we've seen, it comes down to really, can you really own your own story? Can you really own that? Can you really face it, right? Can you really face the truth and actually put it out there? And if you are, great. Choose a channel and start executing relentlessly, right? But if you are not willing to do that, like... I don't think you really believe in what you've been doing. I don't I don't really think that you believe in your business. I don't really think you believe in your team because if you put it out there, it's real. Like it, like it's not in your head anymore. It's out there for everybody. So I I, I, I noticed that you want to like go tackle this conversation. So go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, 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 I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's, you know, but that's also part of being able to stand in the present. You yes. know, just like just like the logo of, of the butterfly is, you know, If you hide your past, whether it, no matter how difficult it is, I've, I've talked to, you know, I, I have a friend that I'm working with that um, works with a production company that is unincarcerated production. And she deals with, you know, people who are coming out of the state pen and they've mm -hmm. done some very extreme crimes. But does that really judge who they are? Because, you know, we've all made a mistake and we all have a different challenge in our life that yeah. we've done. Yeah. Um, now, mind you, yes, there's always the the point zero one, you know, the zero zero one percent of you know 
the outlier that's like, okay, yes, you are <laughs> that person. But yeah, you know, for the most part, everybody's everybody's got a different challenge, and and we're all just trying to survive and figure it out. And 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 part of being able to do that productively is to be able to stand in that present and to to keep building from where you are, just like in yeah. sports. Um, you know, for me, one of the questions you asked is, is, you know, is, is this something that you did for a business or you did? No, I, I actually love being able to help. But as you know, to be able to help, you also got to create, you know, you have to have that income to kind of do that. And so yes. that's what this is all about is, is being able to share and, and to keep, you know, providing more content and more info to help people. Um, because when you, when you see somebody else smile through one of their struggles, um, you know, it's so empowering. Um, when you hear somebody else's story, um, not saying that it's good to hear other people struggling, but it's good to hear that other people are just as normal as you are. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's very beautiful to kind of go through that and, and to hear those things. And then at the same time to know that, you know, when you're going through your struggle and you're confused, but then you see somebody else going, you know, you're empowering me. Oh my gosh. All of a sudden you're like, your, your fuel is, is reset. Um, you know, I, I will have to say too, like I've, I've always been kind of a, a, a nurturer or a, a person who, you know, loves to see other, but you know, I'm in the music industry. I literally work every single day just for that one hour. And there's nothing more gratifying than challenging yourself all day to go through that hustle to get that show on. Yeah. And when those lights go off and 10,000 people are screaming at the top of their lungs, they've paid money to be able to take themselves and remove themselves from reality for an hour. And it's just that feeling of gratitude of, you know, okay, these people are loving this and enjoying this. Um, and my worth is something greater. And if I could just help others realize the worth that they have, um, that's where it's all about. Because at, at the end of the day, that's where I was struggling is, okay, well, I no. lost what I thought all I had. But then to come to find out that the story I had was my worth. And as soon as I started building off of that, I realized how empowering I was for myself, let alone others. And so, yeah. um, you know, that's, yeah. That's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. So I love the, the analogy with the concert and, you know, how making feel people that way. And I love how, how passionate obviously you are, um, to, to what you're building. Something that you mentioned at the very beginning was that we don't have control on things that we wish we would have control. Right. And yeah. Most of the times I feel like stress and all these emotions come from trying to control those things that we cannot control, right? Instead of going by the path of choosing your attitude and <laughs> asking yourself, what is it that I can control, right? That will make me happy and, and do that. So how do you, right? I'm curious now transitioning here a little <laughs> bit more practical for people to maybe start reflecting right and, and and asking themselves the questions that might help them move forward how can people get into that state of recognizing that they don't have the power always oh you know uh, over certain things and 
how yeah how can they start pretty much choosing their their own attitude when they come to these moments right don't get overwhelmed by by the emotions um sounds easier than done obviously you know i'm I, it, sorry go ahead it, no for sure you're, you're right it's but it's a relationship with yourself um it's just like a relationship with a teammate or somebody else um, if you're hiding a part of you, you don't even know yourself. Um, and if you don't have that, you know, that drive to be intrigued to know yourself, how are you going to present that to other people? Or how are you going to even be able to control your own self? Yeah. Or how are you going to be able to know what to choose in your own journey? Um, and so like, you know, what, one thing that I always look at is, I, I'm I'm still learning and I will be learning until the day I die. But the challenge that I, I like is is I'm continually putting myself in the uncomfortable. Um, so you ask, you know, how do I do it? And it's funny when you ask because it's like in my head, I, I hear you asking almost like, okay, how do I build this? <laughs> and, you know, when you build a shed, it's okay, step one, step two, step three. This is how you do it. Well, there's no perfect step. Yeah. Um, you know, at the same time too, it's like, you know, all, all these people wanting to, you know, go to the gym and work out, um, but they miss the inner part of the doing or the, the acknowledging. Um, it's a process. You're not going to get to the finish line right away. You have to get through the consistency. You know, you have to get through the yeah. difficult part. And so that's where it becomes the empowering is to be able to stand inside the uncomfortable. And the more you stand inside the uncomfortable, you learn what your triggers are. You learn who you are when you're in those moments. I still to this day am not the best at it, but yeah, yeah. I do understand my emotions. I do understand when I'm sad. I do understand what's causing me to be sad. Yeah. And at the same time, the more and more I challenge myself, I'm able to learn sooner in the development of those feelings. And I'm also learning how to then share that with others. Hey, right now I just need my, my time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, or, Hey, I'm having a crappy day. Can you help me? Let's, let's go out and do something. Yeah. yeah. Um, or, you know, whatever it may be, but without knowing or stepping within and challenge you, yourself, you're never going to learn. And so, again, going back to sports or, or even, you know, fitness, every single day, they spend more time practicing putting themselves in those challenges to make them better to win that Super Bowl, yeah. to get that medal for that. So that, that if, if you take that and apply that to life, it's the same thing. You practice. You got to put yourself there. Is it going to be easy? Is it going to be a smile every time? No, that's not the goal. The goal is to be comfortable in those situations. Yeah. And what's even more empowering is somebody like Brianna or somebody who's going through an extreme challenge. We see them as a hero. Why do we see them as a hero? Because they're doing something that we feel is difficult to do when really to them, they feel it's easy to do because they've lived that way the whole entire time. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's that's important. Kind of like the how we perceive heroes, right? Is yep. is usually I feel it because they have something we want, right? They have 
that relentlessness or uh, so some trait that they have that they cultivated that we want, yep. but maybe the question is, do we, we got to ask ourselves, am I willing to go, you know, put in the work to get that trade as well, right? And I mean, something yep. that I've noticed is most people don't take the time to think and reflect and, you know, ask themselves those questions that just go through life pretty much. And I, I love the fact that you mentioned that you yourself sometimes get in, in that mood as well, right? Um, the other day I saw somebody post on Instagram. It was like, this is a reminder that even the most enlightened people in the world get grumpy. Right? And I, oh, yeah. And I was like, I love it. Like This is amazing because there's a lot out there that just makes people perceive that the heroes are always perfect. Right. And then that creates false expectations. And, yeah. and when you make a mistake now, you're like, oh, no, I cannot be like that person. It's, it's about just being raw and real and understanding that everybody goes through their own personal hard times and they get grumpy. And sometimes yeah. but the difference is they're taking certain actions that maybe you are not taking yet. I don't remember yep. who shared this with us. It was somebody that came here on the podcast, but he was talking about when he feels down, where he feels that he's very stressed or or sad like this negative emotions he grabs pen and paper and he start asking himself why am i feeling like this right and then he just goes yep. deep like why am i feeling stressed well because i have a lot of uh work to do what why how do i have a lot of work to do well because i procrastinate a little bit right why have i procrastinated and then he said he just gets to the root of the problem And then all is, all is left is for him to make a choice on how to solve that problem, I, right? I, I call it the voices in my head. I have my adult brain. My adult brain is usually the brain that kind of stands above and understands the situation. I've got the child brain that's within my emotions, you know, the one that's, yep. you know, crying and, and, you know, all about me. Yeah. And then there's the mediator brain, <laughs> the mediator brain, which is the one that usually gets the final call. But he's the one who says, okay, well, the adult says this, the child wants this, but where are we going to meet in the middle? Um, and that's, you know, that's huge. And I, I think one, one more thing I want to kind of mention, I have two different things to, to talk about it. Um, You had mentioned kind of this pressure, you know, especially with social media and all these different things that we have. Um, you know, you have all these celebrities and as soon as one of them lives in front and actually does something normal, but something that is, you know, what we would call not celebrity status or whatever, the world freaks out. Yeah. Well, you know, we've got social media where all these people don't even live the life they're they're sharing pictures of you know they see a you know a ferrari and they don't even have a car to themselves but they'll go lean up against it and take a picture yep. and then go you know be on the street asking for food because you know they want to look like this glamour but at the same time they don't even have that well if we live in a world like that it's obviously it's a it's a fake world and we're not able to actually you know you're not getting anywhere you're hiding that yeah um And I think it's unfair because we've created this idea that if we just always have smiles and happiness, then life is great. You know, it's like the, the question that drives me nuts. How many times when you see somebody, they go, hey, how are you? 95% of the time, there's nobody who's going to actually answer that question honestly. Yeah. I yeah. myself sometimes have a hard time doing that because I don't know 
if you can actually, you know, take the real answer at times. Yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, it, it, it's in that question. Now, moving forward, I want to go to the movie Shrek. Mm. So I love Shrek. Why? <laughs> because it, you know, Disney and, and Pixar and, and they always have amazing job and kind of having these like hidden, you know, backstories. And one thing I love about Shrek that I don't think a lot of people realized is the power within Princess Fiona, right? During the day, Princess Fiona is what the world sees as that Instagram hero, right? As what, and everybody idolizes her. But the true beauty is at night, who she really is, who Shrek falls in love with. Yeah. And that is is one of the things that I've been learning with myself hmm. is that you at night or that person with the makeup off, the person that's not leaning against the Ferrari, but is truly standing in their present with that past and that future. Yeah. Yeah. That's the true beauty. And just like Shrek, they did that with princess Fiona at the end. You go, Oh, the ogre is actually the beauty and yeah. Princess Fiona was this fake facade. Yeah. And so if you take that and do the same thing with our life, it's the same idea that, yeah. okay, dress up, put your makeup on, but that's not you. When you're in your real self, that's when you can be the beauty with the scars, yeah. with the blood, with the reality of where you stand. It's not going to be pretty. Um, so now I want to kind of, take this to a, a real you know scenario you've got shrek to you know the, this kind of fairy tale and i want to take you to one of my first interviews that i did on my podcast choose your attitude podcast and it was with a friend of mine from high school she was in a rock climbing accident where she lost her leg mm. a big old boulder about the size of a a, a mini um car i forget what uh, like a, a volkswagen bug Landed on it. And so they had to amputate her leg. So in the interview, I asked her, I said, what does it feel to be held up as a hero to so many just because you're trying to walk? To her, she's like, she has no other choice. She's just living, right? But to everybody else, oh my God, you're a hero. Because look at your, this is such a, you know, huge challenge. Yeah. And she said, well, you... People just feel that way because they can see, A, my challenge. But the other thing is, is my challenge is parallel with everybody else's challenge. We're all going through something. Hers right now is trying to walk. Somebody else's is financial stress. They can't pay the bills. Somebody else got in a divorce. Somebody else lost their job. That is what they're focused on. That is the challenge they're going through. And it's the perspective of that and, and the power of realizing, oh, everybody's got their challenge. And in that challenge has that unique past. Because, you know, if you, if you want to make this even deeper, now all of a sudden we can all three of us stand here. We could all at this moment go through the same challenge, but we're all going to react differently because... Yeah. You two have a different life. I've ha- lived a different life. Yeah. And so the information I have from my past is going to give me a different calculation than you guys. Mm-hmm. And so that that's a whole like, but that is part of 
standing within and learning who you are. Yeah. Because yeah. you are your own self and that learning that like we are our unique selves yeah. and yeah, so that's <laughs> Dude, Nick, Nick, the, yeah. uh thank you. Uh <laughs> again as you as you share these stories in my head where I'm always going back to to the journey right and and how we at a certain point trying to find the answers in external things or or external hacks and tactics or strategies or whatever if you talk business right or in life it's like that person might have figured out let's go and, and do it and you know after all these conversations we always go back to it's inner work right like it's us we gotta we gotta stand still we gotta learn ourselves and then we got to act regardless of what's happening around us, right, with with our goal yep. in mind, right, it, with that challenge that you mentioned, right? We got to keep an eye, okay, how are we actually going to solve that, right? Because yes. there's so much noise. So, how, how you know, how do you actually control it? Like, tune it out. Like, what is your, your one focus, how to stay centered, right? And in the past, like, three months, we, we both have been working very, very hard to to bring that focus back into us. Like, just focus on what Bistros is doing, just focus on what we're producing, what we're doing forget everything else right and it's yep. it, we're constantly reminded of all this stuff because we talk to people because of the the, the nature of our business and the service that we offer the people that are coming through you know that what is my external solution to my problem what is this and a lot of the things that we talked through the 45 live challenge or the workshop has been mm -hmm. What is your solution to your challenge? Like, how do you come yeah. up with your own framework of operations so you can actually solve it? Because your resources, your mindset, your your moment in life is very different than somebody else. And it took us years to get to that point to be at peace with that too. Mm -hmm. And we're like, yeah. you, like yourself, we continue to grow. We continue to learn. We continue to try to improve. And we, we have those bumps. Like just last night, I was talking to my wife, right? And she goes, hey, babe, like, are you okay? Right. That question that you just asked, right. Are you okay? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, baby, I'm okay. Right. And that's normally the, the lie that we tell everybody, you know, yeah, I'm okay. And he goes, and she goes like, I, I, I can tell that you're not okay. Like I can see it physically that you're not okay. What's going on. And then I, I slowed down and, and you know, I was like, huh, this is actually what's happening. In the next couple of weeks, we have this new project coming on. A schedule is all messed up. We have no idea what the next like three weeks are gonna look like. We 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 are being trying to build a routine. We've been trying to build a, a flow in our week of the production with the show, with other things that we do. And for the next month or so, I don't know how that's gonna look like. And that is driving me insane, right? So it was like it was that moment where we're like, okay. How do we slow down? And the second I said it, it was like this yep. massive boulder just like out of my back. And I'm like, oh, yep. that is the problem. That is the challenge. So now let's walk backwards to what Fonzie was saying earlier, right? Let's walk backwards and see, okay, that yep. is one of the reasons. Like, let's deep dive a little bit more. And what's the solution? We need to take action on certain things. And that's what I'll be focusing for the rest of the week to make sure I don't feel that way. So I encourage everybody. Thank you for bringing that up because I encourage everybody if you feel that way, start asking those questions, right? Why am I feeling this way? Like, what's causing this? And explore that because the answer is there. It's not in an external thing. And that's why you, you sometimes we default to procrastination. We default to these things. And then it's completely worst because then we don't yep. do anything. So, uh, man, it, it's been so fun. I really want to want to tackle the, the publishing. I know we have a couple of questions yeah. left for you. Uh, as we wrap up the show, we might have to do a part two at some point because <laughs> this is so hashtag juicy, juicy. Uh, but there, there's, you know, the second to last question is like, what would you recommend somebody? What is like a very 
sweet, awesome action point that we can do today to become more aware, right, and get that momentum? What is something that we can do maybe on a morning routine or a nighttime routine? What is something that we can do? Ooh, good question. I, I think I think one of the most important things to do is, you know, A, when you wake up, obviously, you know, you, you always got your list of things to 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 address and uh, to, to champion. But I think the the biggest thing to to do, um, you know, and that, that kind of a broad question. But if, if I was to direct it towards, you know, trying to learn oneself more or trying to understand oneself, I would say, you know, you take the biggest things that you're scared to communicate with people and try and write about it. Try and acknowledge about it. Try to talk to somebody about it. Um, and the more and more you bring that up or the more and more you can surface it, you can get closer with it. Mm. And then what you'll realize, and this is something I've realized, is you get to a point where all of a sudden it empowers you. Um, it becomes a tool of success. And, uh, you know, for example, with, with my mom and Brianna passing, at first it was a weight. It was something difficult. I had to hide it because I was scared because it created resistance. It was like an anchor. Mm. But then all of a sudden, the more and more I got comfortable with it, and the more and more I brought it up all of a sudden it became an empowerment it made me happy yeah it was one of those things i have tattoos on both forearms of one for my mom and one for brianna and i can happily say with a smile who these people are and share mm. that they've passed it's not that i'm happy that they're gone it's just because i've figured out what i'm truly thankful for and grateful for and what how empowering they were So, yeah. you know, it, it, it's kind of the same same thing of, of is the glass half full or half empty? Well, yes, it is half full. Yes, it is half empty. But at the same time, if, if you know, it's just like in our successes or like you said, the challenges you're facing, you know, sometimes uh, people get mad when you, you only focus on that one thing. Well, if you only focus on not being able to get there or, or the success of, you know, oh, well, I want to get from point A to point B, mm. but you never focus on working on what that most, you know, that the big point thing is, then you're never going to get there. So it's, it's literally writing those things down and acknowledging them. Yeah. And the more and more you go through things in life, um, you, as you acknowledge these different things, or you, you have these different moments And you you reflect on them. You start to. It, it's kind of like it's kind of like if you have a kid um, and or or a dog or something. As as in that parent instinct, we when things happen because they can't communicate, mm. you learn different ways of understanding them. Well, it's the same way with ourselves. Um, and so by by writing those things down, creating quotes, figuring out what makes you happy. For example, something makes me happy. I can by listening to different types of music helps me get into different types of moods or pull out of being sad yeah. or put myself into a comfortable position. Um, and as you do these different things, you write them down. And as you do that, you'll find all of a sudden 
that control that you no longer that you felt like you never had yeah all of a sudden you have more ability to control what you can control allowing you not to focus on what you can't control yeah and then all of a sudden you can empower that so just like the the glass is half full or half empty well if it's half empty you can't control what what's half empty but what's half full you can definitely control that yeah so you know it, it yeah love it uh, this is amazing i mean we're gonna <laughs> for, yeah, we're gonna distill for, this yeah, thing for the listeners <laughs> go back love and it. re-listen to the action point that, that is 100% minute sure. 51 by the way uh so so good so good uh i always love these these questions because it's like it makes you think right like it's like okay you have been in a in these incredible situations right that you've taken mm-hmm. and you you own them and then you've been able to inspire so many right so i encourage everybody listening right now go go and do that like i wrote here uh big things that you're scared to communicate with people Write about yeah. it, right? Like to me, that that was a that was a the the golden boulder there, and and there's there's a little bit yeah. more to that. But it's like, what is that one thing that you're actually gonna do, right? And I've yeah. never I've never kept a diary, never wrote things down. To me, publishing has been more on the on the live aspect when we started doing these things. But I think it's something that it's gonna do. And I go to a very specific moment in my life where my first dog died, like a few months ago, right? And it was it was unexpected. He meant a lot to us. And I remember feeling this whole weight and uh, I sat down and I wrote something that I never published. I never put it out there. I wrote it with the idea of putting it out there, but I never did. And the second I finished that two pager, that was, it was, I was released. I was like, this is it. It was this incredible moment. Right. And, and I, I brought some lessons from it and then we reflected Fonzie and I in a different conversation and it, and that's it. And, and it was incredible. So I encourage everybody to, to go do this. Yeah. You'll find one thing I found too is the more you figure this out and the more you find those things out, you're angry less, you're you're sad less. Why? Because all of a sudden, um, you're able to communicate, you're able to share, and um, a lot of the times, most of the time, anger, hatred, all those things are because we don't understand and we don't know how to communicate, mm. and so that's our kind of that fight or flight, mm. and so it yeah. It, The more you know yourself, the more you're able to communicate with yourself. Yeah. And then you can control your situations. So, yeah, love I it. love it. I love the communication <laughs> with yourself aspect of it. So important. Uh, for yep. me, yes, always what my brother said is the the golden boulder that I took out too, but also the fact that by doing that, you're empowering yourself. So I want to encourage the listener right now to make the time right i mean we have plenty of time so make the time to do this sit down write these things that maybe are bothering you that have a weight on you you may, you might not be willing to share with others but communicate them to yourself right and and start reflecting and see how you feel and then i'm sure you will start doing it more often because you're going to feel great and all of a sudden you're going to be choosing your attitude <laughs> yeah exactly exactly All right, Nick, last question of the show. We know you had a, a, have an incredible podcast. We're going to leave all the links right below. But relating to like to that, to publishing, like where will you be if you did not publish? Where would I be if I did not publish? Yep. I would I would definitely still be <laughs> doing my thing with the road. Um, you know, I, I if it wasn't for you know, that moment of, of writing and, and figuring out 
the true worth of those things. Um, you know, I, I still would have been stuck on the road when everything crumbled. The only thing I felt I had was my road family and touring and, and, you know, yes, I did create that dream and yes, it was something that I created, but it's not my full identity. And, um, so it, you know, that's where I would have been and where I still am. Matter of fact, here in a couple of days, I'm going back out with Dave Matthews band. So I'll be out there till. Awesome. Yep. Um, but, um, Say, Still, say hi to them from us. But yeah, that's where I would have been. Um, but at the same time, I'm thankful to have this journey and to realize the true worth in myself yeah. um, as well. So yeah, the, the, the importance of community I'm getting here too, right? Surround yourself with loving people that are going to be there for you or you can be there for, for them as well. Uh, so important. Yep. And is one of the choose your attitude logo modes. I don't know how how do you are you gonna call those, but I, I want to encourage people to go to your website because I, I saw you have them in there explained. Yep. Is it chooseyourattitude.com? Sure is. Yep, chooseyourattitude.com, and then our social links are choose attitude create life, uh, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, um, uh, YouTube channel, uh, youtube.chooseyourattitude.com. Um, and yeah, awesome. everything's there and, uh, would love to have your guys' support. And, um, we've got all apparel, uh, you know, men's, women's, uh, apparel and accessories. Um, always sharing that premium encouragement, um, love and, it. uh, definitely working on, uh, releasing more items for everybody. So yeah, love it. It's love gonna it. Be, that's going to be fun guys. We're going to leave all the links right below. All you got to do is scroll down and yeah. click in there. Go, go support, go follow, go, go buy some merch. Yeah, Go, ah, so go awesome. listen <laughs> to the choose your attitude podcast. Yes. Too. Uh, yeah. Make, make choose your attitude your, your whole week and then uh, <laughs> your whole life, and then your whole life. Yeah. You got to yeah. choose yeah. your attitude for life. <laughs> that's right. Nick, everything else you want to add before we head out? Uh, no, just thank you for uh, having me on. It's been a journey and I uh, appreciate it. And um, as always, it's uh, good to be able to uh, talk about it and uh, share with others. So thank you. Absolutely. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate you so much, man. It was it was amazing. Ponzi, anything else you want to add? No, I, I just said it. I just wanted to thank him for coming <laughs> here and sharing his his vulnerability and his truth and, you know, what he's trying to, the movement, man, you're trying to create, which I have no doubt is going to be a massive moment here in, in, in a little bit. So yeah. I appreciate you involving us in it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. All right, guys. With that said, thank you so much for tuning into the Content's Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show on your favorite platform and on social media at These Bros Co. That is right. And if Nick here today helped you move one step closer to your goal, please don't forget to share this episode and, and don't forget to leave a five-star review. Thank you. Bye, guys.